We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me. Swivel hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify wh- your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. He said he would never come on the podcast again. This is not a podcast. No, I'm not doing that. He said he'd never come on the podcast again. But and this is not the podcast. He said he would never come on the podcast again. Uh, this is not a podcast unless you put it on the podcast and make it one. What's the charity again, Joe Kelly? Mission 108. And how do you uh, partake in this charity, Joe Kelly? There's numerous ways. You know, one, you can go to the website directly at Mission 108, or you can click on my Twitter and click on my pinned tweet for the JK56 challenge. Or you could find it, you know, listening to your podcast. How many? How much money have you raised since uh, you started the JK challenge? Whatever. <laughs> so we're we're pushing. We're almost to eighteen thousand. So it's been awesome. No, it's been great. Um, you know, I think we're at seventeen, seventeen, eight hundred, and that's in two weeks. Yeah, that it's been less than two weeks. It's been it's been great. You know, a lot of people you know who love this shirt. I've been able to donate, you know, $108 to Mission 108 and get... You're talking about the Joe Kelly Fight Club shirt. Fight Club tee, yes. So once you donate to Mission 108, you know, 108 bucks, you get the Fight Club tee with it. Um, and then you're also donating to a good cause. So it's, it's, it's been good, and we're close to our goal. So we're trying to, you know, keep this pushing. And then, you know, obviously we're going to have some other goodies coming out for, you know, people who've donated, you know, the most, the most money. So the top donors are going to get, you know, some special, some extra. How has your life changed over the last two weeks? Ah, it's been crazy. It's been, it's been fun, though, you know. I, uh, well, obviously, I can't have him able to play baseball, um, you know. But it's been good, you know. I still come to the field, hang out with the teammates, you know, get my work done, you know, all the way up until game time until I have to go go outside. Uh, but, you know, other than that, it's been it's been cool. I've been able to, you know, watch a baseball game, which, which I wouldn't think I have done, you know, for a little bit of time. I got to watch a baseball game, you know, throughout the beautiful park of Fenway. Uh, you know, America's most beloved ballpark, you know. You got to go to, you know, left field, got to go to right field, got to go to the pavilion, got to go to the, Bud, not Budweiser anymore, the Sam Adams deck, you know, sit with Sam Kennedy, Tom Warner, hang out with them in the suite, Mr. Henry. Um, it's, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, you know, everyone's like, man, you're bored. And I was like, well, I mean, I want to stay at the field and, you know, and watch the games just because, one, A, my family's back in California, and what am I going to do? Go, watch, go back home and sit on my couch and watch a baseball game. So that's kind of, I wouldn't feel like I'm as, I'm as close to the action or as part of the team. Um, like I said, it's been, a, it's been a wild two weeks, and uh, I'm ready to get back to, you know, playing some baseball. What's it like? Have you been suspended before? No, never. What's it, was being suspended what you thought it would be like, the feeling? <laughs> It's different. 
Um, I was telling I was telling Sam the other night, Sam Kennedy, that you know, it's weird how quickly I became a fan, and I felt you know so far away from the team during the games. Uh, I mean, I've never you know got anxious or like you know get upset for a walk or anything and as a player so I'll be sending right field and say one of our starter anybody bullpen guy starter anybody gets you know base loaded nobody out say that I'm like and I'm sitting down there going not even going to stretch have all the confidence in the world like that we're going to get out of this soon pull the Houdini bam you know a guy gets on first base with like a broken bat two out hit and I'm sitting up there I'm going dang it <laughs> like well oh my gosh and then you know I start panicking a little bit getting a little anxious just because I know that I, I have no involvement you know I can't control any of this I'm not ever I'm not gonna be able to play so that's the that was probably the hardest part about it just having to sit there and watch um, knowing that you can't do anything about it when's the last time that you felt that way you've obviously played and you haven't Witnessed. You haven't been a fan. You haven't been in the stands. I'm probably watching my brother's basketball game or you know another event in my family. I don't. But not a baseball game. No, no, not baseball. No. Yeah. No, I haven't felt that way. Yeah. No. Did, did you have? Did you have any idea that you like? Like when you said they when they came down and said, "All right, you're suspended." Like okay, whatever. I got six games. Did you have any idea? This is what I'm going to do. This is going to how I'm going to feel. Or did you like? Did you have to ask someone? What am I allowed to do? What can I do? What can I do? No, I knew exactly what I was going to do. Um, I was playing the whole time when I got suspended. You know, first game I already knew. I went to go sit up in Toronto in the stands. So I mean, it was. I knew. I know what the letter says. I just can't sit in team areas. I gotta sit in a ticketed seat or a suite or go home. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go sit at the. I'm gonna go sit in the seats. I'm gonna go sit in a suite. So no, I knew exactly what was what I was expecting going into the suspension. Um, so it wasn't. I wasn't gonna have to ask anyone. Just hey, I'm gonna go sit in the seats. Um, in that first game in Toronto, I sat in the seats with a Heath Hembry jersey on. So I had a Red Sox jersey on, and it had Hembry's last name on it. It was our blue one, our Blue Fridays. So that was. Was that his? Jer- was that his blue? Was that his jersey? Yeah, it went down to my knees. He's six five. I wore that all the way up in left field. So that was uh, that was interesting. And we went one and zero with Heath Hembry's jersey on. But you were in left field. Oh yeah, the very top of the very top of the stage. Yeah, no, you weren't really. Yeah, I was. Was anyone around? Because there's no one up there no, in Toronto. close it. So I had to show my player ID, and they're like, yeah, you can sit here. You wear glasses, huh? I was like, yeah. So, yeah, no. They don't let anyone up there just because that, not that many tickets are sold. You stayed up there the entire time? Uh, for the most part. I walked around a little bit, sat behind the first baseline up there, you know, closer to the family section. But, no, but... Yeah, that was my whole plan. Right when I get suspended, I looked at, all right, I'm just going to go watch the games after I have to get kicked out of the clubhouse. So. Did, did six games seem like a long time? Very long time. Very long time. The games go by, <laughs> go by slower as a fan, obviously, than a player. Tell me about it. So um, now I know, now I understand, you know, why the game's trying to get sped up because it gets a little bit... Uh, long out there when, when you're watching it on TV or you're watching it, you know, in, in the seat. As a fan, when you were out there, besides the, the, it being a snail's pace in terms of the game, what else surprised you about being out there? Because like, I say, the as a reporter, you always want to, you should go out to see this is why people come to the games. We're complaining about the cookies in the press box and the time of game. What what was enlightening to you about being out there? Um, that people care about what's going on and they're not paying attention, or uh, it's a mixed batch. It's yeah. not, I mean, not everyone's paying attention. Obviously, you see, uh, but no, it's been nothing was really enlightening to me. It's pretty much what I expected. 
Um, although, like, looking at it from the bullpen, like, the seats out there look really, really far, but then I sat and I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not too bad, actually. Uh, so you said you said that there isn't a bad seat, Fenway. It's, which is complete hooey. I mean, it's no. I sat behind the pole. That's fine. I mean, that's for the people that don't have to pay attention. You'll be fine. You'll be safe. You sat out in right field. The seats are are like pointing in the other direction. <laughs> you could turn your head. There's plenty of great spots. <laughs> Five thousand seats here. It's not even a big. You, you have been hanging around Sam Kennedy too. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All you have to do is just turn your head left or right. You're fine. Relax, guys. The uh, going back to after your incident happened. Were you worried like how the reaction was going to be? Obviously, we know what the reaction was. You got two different standing ovations. Congratulations for that. But were you were you curious about what the reaction was going to be? No, I didn't even think about it. Honestly, I just that was the last thing you know in the back of my brain. I was just worried about you know obviously what were the repercussions of going to be, and then we found out there's going to be suspension. So, um, but no, after all that, it was, I mean that was cool. That was awesome. That was that was one of the one of my favorite moments. Obviously, getting standing out. Did it take it totally by surprise? Standing out. The one you wanted Fenway first. Oh, one of Fenway. Yeah. Uh, no, I had an idea just because. Uh, you know, I was getting every time I get up to go to the bathroom in the bullpen, like Joe, you're getting up, let's go. I'm like, no, guys, relax. I gotta go to the bathroom. You know, and then I started warming up, and people already started cheering. So I was like, all right, maybe, maybe it might get loud. And um, but that, that was that was that was cool. You know, just going into a game. I mean, the game that we we needed, we wanted to win, but getting gonna be able to pitch pitch. You know, not the next day. They're you know, but fairly quick. Um, you know, just kind of put the whole situation that happened behind me and just get back to pitching. And then you, know, you get a standing up. I think that was, that was pretty – How about the garden? The garden was cool. You know, hockey game. And it was one of those last-minute things. They're like, hey, they're putting you on the Jumbotron, and there's a camera right there. And then they're going to put you on. I was like, oh, all right. And then they showed a fight, and people were getting nuts. You know, hockey fans, they're, they're all about that. So – and they were cheering for the thing, and then all of a sudden they panned me, and they got even louder. So that was that was pretty cool. And then, and then a couple chants broke out. So that was that was that was fun. That was, that was that, that's sports. You know, that's that's fun to see. Now, your wife did an excellent job on this podcast. Congratulations. Um, but I asked her this question, like how just walking down the street, how things have changed since then. Like we we obviously know about the charity, we know about the standing out, but for you, how has things changed? Yeah, it's been wild. I mean, I would get recognized here and there, you know, fairly around around the city or going to a restaurant or anything. But uh, you know, going, I was at the Children's Hospital today, you know, trying to you know make some kids happy that are going through tough times and walking on the street and i was a little lost and you know just random people come like joe kelly yeah love can i get a photo um so it's been crazy like that pose like this with your fist out no, no, no i haven't done that <laughs> but it was pretty cool i don't know if i just say it but i got a i'm not gonna drop his name but i got a pretty cool photo the other day in the suites with someone that is going to get reelected. That's pretty high up there in this whole entire state, you know. Wearing the governor. I'm not going to say any names. Chucky B yeah. is his nickname. No, that was cool. I got to meet meet him, and 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 that was a that was a good time. So, uh, you know, it's been fun. You know, got to. You know, the other day, you know, I was sitting in the suites again, and and uh, I met Julian before, and I met Amandola in St. Louis, so they knew I was sitting in the suites. They're like, hey, go get Joe, and then tell him to come over and hang out with us. 
And so um, one of the suite executives came over like, hey, uh, Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola want to want to hang out with you. I was like, all right, like tell them I'll come over in the fourth, and you know went over there and it was cool. I ended up talking, you know, more sports and uh, Julian's a very very into the mental aspect of the game, and, and so am I. Uh, I was a psychology major, so it was cool to kind of pick his brain and we talked for I don't know the fifth inning all the way to end the game about like kind of like sports psychology. So that was interesting to see. You know, that guy works his butt off, so. I mean, it's kind of good to, to pick his brain and, 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 you know, what makes him tick. So that was, that was fun. So, like I said, the suspension's been long, but I've happened to meet some pretty awesome people and, and hear some good stories and, you know, be able to, you know, like I said, help people out through charity and, you know, make appearances and try to, like I said, go to children's hospitals and, and you know, and all those kids are so happy, you know, they you know, pass, pass away the next day. So that, that's, that's pretty awesome to see. And um, anyway, I could help out, you know, during this time is what I was trying to do. Do you think they would want to hang, not the kids, but do you think that Julian Edelman would want to hang out with you on March 30th? <laughs> well, if it's not a school night, then then maybe I'll uh, I'll go knock on his door and ask me to come out. Ask. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. Is uh, this is what makes this whole thing so yeah. bizarre? I mean, you're a relief, relief pitcher. Relief pitchers don't get standing outs anyway. But then you you went from you know the fickle the fickle uh, nature of relief pitching is you're bad. You're the least popular guy for at least a day, and then you come back a little bit. But then two weeks later. You're the most popular guy yeah, in New England. Yeah, don't talk about relief pitchers, so it's it's cool. You know, I've always had, and I don't want the fight to be, you know, all me, but I've always had, a, I feel like, a pretty good personality, and I can have fun and, and keep things light and no one is trying to be serious, so, um, and it's just something that, you know, I was like, not like trying to get that out there, but you know, I was like, I'm just gonna start having fun again, like as much as I can. You know, I don't know how long baseball's gonna last, and I don't know what I'll do after. But I didn't want to, you know, be going to the park because when I play at my best, I'm I'm relaxed, I'm having a good time. Um, and that's not saying, hey, I have a bad outing and I have another bad outing, and I'm not gonna do the same thing. Like that's just because I had a bad outing. But you know, I want to be as most relaxed and then have fun as I can because that's when I was, you know, playing baseball at the highest level of my career. So it was just something, you know, I'm going to be 30 in a, in, a, in a month and you know just sitting down and realizing I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to play this game obviously um, so I just wanted to have as much fun as I can and actually enjoy being a major league baseball player and not you know worrying about hey what what about you know numbers or we're going to play next year or anything so I just kind of been living in in the, in the moment and, and I feel like it's helped me relax and, and help me you know focus on what I need to do of just getting back to like just relaxing and having fun. This allowed you to do that. No, I was already doing that before. You mean the fight? No. Oh, oh no. I mean, I just mean, me, after that, after that first outing, you know, it was it was something like I was like, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm just going to keep having fun. You know, came to the park the next day, laughing, smiling. Like well, I mean, like in spring training, obviously you were having, yeah, having fun. Fun, yeah. But then, but you then you like. In, in the past, if you had a moment like you did on opening day, you would have let that eat at you longer. But you're just... I, I wouldn't know because I usually get over it, but I just wouldn't have let my full personality show. I'm not going to let it eat at me in the clubhouse, but I'm not, you know, going to be, you know, laughing and joking. I'm, but I'm going to be, you know, still a good teammate, still smile. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that stuff like that is, is, is you know, something that happens and you're not going to be able to control the next day. So I was like, I'm not going to, you know, dwell on it. I was like, all I need to do is just throw a hundred thousand scoreless innings to get my ERA under a ten. But, but that's the thing, right? You, you have to throw a hundred. <laughs> like, great. Well, now I got now I put myself in a hole. Now I got to challenge myself and freaking throw a gazillion million innings without allowing a run before I could ever look like I'm a good reliever. 
<laughs> so, but, but, but that's the thing is it takes 100,000 innings for a relief pitcher to get the the people back on your side and then you know next so thing I, so, I, so I cut, the, cut to the chase and I'm like well I can't I'm not, I don't think I'm going to throw 50 scoreless innings you're going to so fight <laughs> that's how it works and the fight I mean that's, that's how it works I guess yeah you're, you're right um, but so to go back to your being able to be a person show your personality and everything um all the stuff that you're doing and you listed all this different things that you're doing that must allow you to, to do that more than you know you can be your teammates can see it but yeah, yeah. but people can see like people know you a lot more now than they did even in the previous two years you've been here yeah that that's definitely true i mean i've always been you know quirky funny and then the jimmy b you know i wanted to, i was like all right let's let's get this done let's do this and then you know i've always been I'm not going to say I've always been, but I've always loved to help out, you know, around the community. And I just feel like I, as a relief pitcher, so I don't have, like, the big name to do it. Or, you know, I'm not a closer. You know, I was a fringe starter at best. And I never felt like I was, you know, had enough, I wouldn't say, you know, popularity or pull. But, I mean, I just feel like I wasn't my time, my spot. You know, I would always do whatever I can for events to help out on the field. I try to go to the Children's Hospital as much as I can, even before all this. Uh, but now it just makes it even better because I feel like people obviously recognize me a little bit more and now it has a little bit more weight to it um, outside the field you know I've, I've, it's just me doing the same things but now people notice me more so it's them putting more weight into it uh, which you know is, is is fine with me because like I said I want to keep doing what I'm doing um, you know on and off the field and now I feel like I have a platform to do it um, you know obviously right now until you know everything dies down uh, but I just think it was, a, it was a great time you know I mean my wife to, to help out and, and, and do obviously the charity stuff but you know like I said I told Sarah before the season Sarah and I was like hey any kind of thing you have for an event you know I want to do it you know charity you know kids especially kids and Robbie Scott has a group that you know obviously he's in, he's in Pawtucket but you know whenever he's not here I told him hey I'll be the guy I'll, I'll take your group out I'll you know I'll talk to him on the field I'll hang out with them and, he, and he's and he's was you know happy for that but like I said it's it's what I wanted to do before the season like I wanted to have fun and I want to help out as much as I can just because I knew like I said going in you never know how much you got left and and that's exactly what my plan is you know play good play bad it doesn't matter um, I want to have fun and I want to you know be as, as much as I can to help out has this month changed your perspective on your your future I mean you're in case people don't know you're eligible for free agency the big free agent payday after this year um, but this month has this changed your perspective because contract years can be tough even for wacky Jimmy Buchanan even for even for subpar middle relievers, middle relievers. Yeah, subpar. Yeah, I, mean, subpar. This, I don't think subpar middle relievers are, are, are stressing like oh but man if, for agency I mean there's like maybe I could hopefully play another I year I don't think you understand if you're wacky you can get paid a lot of money I, no I don't know I mean I, I was trying to tell Tom and Sam last night that hey you guys know that I'm only only got six months left guys but let's go no, no I mean it's not something that you know like I said that was that was the last thing I was ever going to focus on you know going in the year and I think that like I said like just going out there and having fun and and, and the, like I said the two things I really want to do uh, and not be mad about you know tough outings or not get too high on good outings like you know just try to stay even kill and, and, and then see what happens at the end of the year and, and not be mad at myself for man why did, why did I take it so hard literally or why didn't I have fun like I don't want to look you were like that last year I was like that last year too you know it was just obviously I'm not being Jimmy B or anything, but I was still having fun, you know, messing around the bullpen. Like, I've always done it. Just the public hadn't seen it. Um, so, it was just one of those things, like, I wanted to fight for, like, what I think is, is right. And um, just because I'm one of those guys, if, if, if I go back and 
go back home and I'm like, man, I didn't even stick up for myself or I didn't, like, I'm not going to be able to be, like, happy. Like, that's going to make me kind of angry and, and, and not be in a good mood. So, like I said, I'm not going to let the bad outings mess me up. I'm not going to let the good outings mess me up. And um, I'm going to stick to my script and, and see what happens. Last question. When you look at the picture of yourself bracing for the fight, do you, do you feel like you had proper form? No, it could have been better. Um, you know, it's tough being... You know, if I ever get charged again, I'm going to be, you know, obviously this, the smallest guy in every fight, most likely, in all of Major League Baseball, unless I'm fighting, I don't know, Jose Altuve probably weighs more than me. Unless I'm fighting maybe Mookie, we, we're probably about the same size. Like, you know, anytime I get charged, I'm going to be much smaller than the opponent. So it's it's something that I just, you know, I put in the back of my brain, like, hey, just don't get killed. You know, you're supposed to lose this thing, and, and whatever happens, it's a win-win. And, you know, the form is, is key, and form is key, so, you, you know, you can't get wrapped from a just you had good spacing you had good spacing you have to you can't get close to someone bigger and stronger than you or it's just going to get bad for the smaller opponent um, so you just got to you got to know the, the tactics I guess and, and just react and try not to die well I want to thank you for the hundred dollars to charity um, that you, you give back yeah I, yeah well I, you give Rick's five hundred dollars back to also to charity yeah to Mission 108 if you take the six hundred dollars we owe you because for you guys I don't know or heard Rob's show or or heard his commercial like a gazillion times uh, what is it called Awaken 180 you got it there it is you guys heard it uh, for you guys don't know Rob actually looks really really good and, and, and it's not about the money I'm proud of you you made a life change and you're probably more healthy and you're I don't know about you know what the doctors say but physically you look way better in a suit now and you might have a little bit more confidence to work the real cool clothes at Gould's uh, two two sponsors in one shot. That's why you're the best. Thank you, Joe. You know, you know, some people try to get it, and I uh, I try to just help you out, brother. I got you, Marvin Lester. Say hi. All right. See you later. All right. Don't. This is not a podcast, by the way. This is absolutely a podcast. See you later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.